vest season. <laughs> it is. Vest season's the best season. But the thing is, so like this time of year, sure, you're great to, to start out the day wearing a vest. But you get about 10, 11 o'clock, the vest has got to go. Mm. It's not a long-term deal. Well, you get on shore. On shore, correct. But if you're on a boat, you can dress. You don't nearly have to take any layers off in the winter. That's, yeah, that's One the, thing that worries me is like, I'm already worried. And a part of it is you just get used to it. But I am for sure wearing the same stuff I wear like the second week in October when I go fishing right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, ice, or not your ice suit, but your, your Hodgman suit. suit. Yep, Hodgman coat. You got the vest on. Yep. You're not wearing wool wool socks yet, are you? Oh, yeah. You are? Yeah, for sure. Don't you want your feet to get, like, used to the cold? It's less about the cold and more about if they get wet. Wet cotton socks are miserable. They are miserable. Wet wool socks are fine. <laughs> They're designed to be fine. So that last week when we had that trip on the beach, yeah. my feet got just soaked. But I was prepared. I wore Crocs and no socks. Mm. And my Crocs and four-wheel drive, mind you. That is... <laughs> full, full rain gear, Crocs, no socks. That is for sure the, the, the best footwear for crummy summer weather. Good thing we don't have to deal with that anymore. Chacos are better than Crocs. But. I've never heard of a Chaco. Is that like a taco? He's a drug uh, drug cartel guy. Mm. No, that's not Chaco. They're sandals. <laughs> they have straps. Uh, this is Walleye Talk. I'm Dan. I'm Will. We're this happy. Is, this is... My favorite, absolute favorite time of year. The next 60 days are undoubtedly the best 60 days. In my, in, for me. For me. That doesn't include any of deer season. That's okay. That's not the best time of year. I just really enjoy it. I'd call that maybe the third best time of year. I would agree. I like it. I like now. It got here just like... Fall that. just happened. Yep, and I think it's not doing anything but fall-like stuff. Look at your tree. Look at oh. that oak tree. It's an ash. Ash tree? Yeah, there's yellow in the ashes. It's starting, and that what? And that showed up what, today? It's Yesterday? Good, it's a good-looking ash. That's a nice, lean <laughs> ash. Not too lumpy. <laughs> and, the, and the maples are, are, of course, gone. Of course, of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> What do we got on tap for today, brother? Uh, we've got an intro. We've got the review. And then, of course, we've got the first part of fall. Uh, we'll talk about our MWC plans. You're going to fish Cast Lake tomorrow. I'm going to try my damnedest. Hopefully tomorrow. And then a preview and an outro. Unbelievable episode. Yep. This might be the best one. Um, I don't know. The only way it could ever get better. Is if we were doing this on a port dock Having fun in the sun on the lake all day long. Porta-dock.com. Porta-dock.com. Find your local Porta-dock dealer today. Porta-dock.com. You go first. Okay. Uh, we can review. Uh, well, before we do that, we've got t-shirts for sale. Yes. So buy some t-shirts, if please. They're, I, we're we're going to run out of them. So if you're holding out, for Christmas, waiting for... Yeah, they ain't going to make Christmas. Yeah. Plan ahead, buy them now, stick them in the closet. Then when you forget to buy your wife or husband or son or daughter, anybody you They're love... They're great for the whole family. Yep. Anybody you love, a Christmas gift, you're going to have a nice little stockpile of walleye talk shirts. We got a great picture from Susie Richardson. Did you see it? I didn't. <clears throat> Sent her kid to first day of school. Wearing what? 
You're kidding me. Walleye talk t-shirt. You're kidding yep. me. Yep. That's down in Iowa. That's terrific. Thank and you, we Susie. We just sold a couple to, uh, what's his name? Jonas Koblentz. That's a good name. He's got a couple bros that work in the construction industry. We're going to sell. He wants three of them. Excellent. He called Thank you, Wilbur. Uh, you do, too. And he made it bold and italicized. Mm, I'm German, not Italian. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How was your week of fishing? Well, so we we left the episode, or we, I had that, I had a morning half day, and then we did the, oh, so Friday, Friday is, we fished on leech, uh, it was windier than heck, it was a tough day, um, but we got a few to bite on spinners, uh, then I had a walleye trip on leech, no, on woman, and we did pretty well out there. Uh, and then I had another trip on woman and we did pretty well out there. Uh, the big overall female was night crawlers, a uh, handful of bites on minnows, but overall most, mostly night crawlers right now. And that's been kind of a theme the last few years where the beginning of this transition is all night crawlers. Yeah. Um, but it's been, it's picked up quite a bit the last three days or four days and I think we're going to continue to see better and better fishing. Yep. It's like they knew they knew it was September. Yeah. It's like the switch went off. Like the length of day got to a certain point. Yeah. Just like it does every September, Dan. And it cooled off. <clears throat> I So, like, I had a customer ask me just yesterday. It's like, so are we going to start to see, uh, um, like, are the fish going to start to eat minnows more? And, like, when people, I have a hard time writing fishing reports now because, like, they have to be so vague to encompass all of the fish I know about on a lake like Woman Lake. Mm -hmm. So those, those, the fish that have been treating me well out there are near transition. They can be in 13 feet of water or they can be in 26 feet of water. Mm -hmm. um, and they largely like night crawlers right now. Sometimes you can get them on minnows. But the night crawler thing for that school will continue for two weeks probably. Some days, like, you'll probably want a minnow, um, but for the most part, a nightcrawler is going to win. But then there's another school of fish that is largely minnow eaters, uh, and it doesn't really matter if it's now or October. And those fish can be in 11 feet of water or 28 feet of water. Yeah, and it's not like the the fish we cut open out there, they're, they've got perch in their bellies. Yeah, they're eating It's fish. not like they're eating bloodworms or something stupid like that. Yeah, I wonder if we don't really see it when they're eating the macroinvertebrates though because maybe they digest them faster or something could be because they we definitely don't see a good enough representation of when they're eating bugs when we look at their stomachs you yeah know? unless unless the mayfly hatch is on on mm -hmm. and then you get handfuls yeah but right but they eat bugs all year all year yeah absolutely <clears throat> um, but that, tell me about the rest of your week yeah my beach lake was <gasps> wait did I tell you about my musky trip? You did not. Oh, that's what I forgot from that more. So oh, yeah, I had a musky trip. Had a leech trip. Yeah, had a musky trip. Started earlier, you know. I started at like six thirty. My first cast had a fish follow. I'm like, this is first gonna, cast. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> and it was interesting. It wasn't the most successful because we didn't end up getting one in the boat. But it was busy all day. <laughs> there was nobody out there. We were fishing, and we got to the one spot. I could see a fish. Up on the rocks. 
Like I could see it with my eyes. Look at that. There's a fish right there. <laughs> so we cast out a bucktail. I didn't do nothing. Casted this whopper plopper. And here it comes. Blah, 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 blah. Here it comes. And then uh, it swirled at it at the boat and missed it. It's like, how do you get so big and suck at eating something that's going in a straight line? <laughs> right? Stupid fish. And then later on that same spot, there was a fish swimming with its head all the way out of the water. <laughs> We're like, what are you doing? <laughs> Open up your jowls, you know? And then uh, went to another. <laughs> Dude, it was an interesting day to say the least. And then uh, we went around and fished another little corner. Boom, the guy had one on, and he set the hook, and there was a swirl, and he missed it. It's like, son of a... And then about two casts later, here comes like a 44-incher with his mouth wide open. Then it missed it again, or Mm -hmm. that fish missed it. And then we went to the the old honey hole, and we had three fish come at it, three different fish in five casts on one spot. It was interesting. It was super fun. Mm. It was super fun. That's what makes musky fishing great is days like that. You know, sure, we didn't capitalize on anything, but it was it was awesome. Do you think you could have done something different to capitalize? I thought about sucking less, <laughs> but that's, sometimes it's really tar- really hard to do. No, I don't know. I mean, I, I could ca- I've caught a few muskies, but I'm not going to tell you I'm an expert by any means. Right. I don't know what the heck I did wrong. Super fun day. I'd love super to do fun. that. Lee, Lee Clancy thinks that, like, we've addressed this exact point. He thinks if they miss, they they aren't actually trying to eat. Probably. They're just, like, 30% in it. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with him. But it is an interesting, because, like, how do you get that big when you suck at eating something moving at a consistent speed in a straight line? When you, the rest of the food is doing all sorts of crazy <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Rock bass are hard to catch. I could never catch rock bass with my bare hands. With my bare hands. With your bare hands. I was going to say, you just talked last episode on how that's all you spend your, <laughs> su- your September. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. So maybe they just don't have their heart in it or something. Maybe. I, I don't know. Oh, and then yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Out on, out on Woman, we had like a 19-inch on and bringing it up. And... I've got the net in my hand. You know how I like to brag. About how long you can extend that net? Yep. Well, I didn't even have it fully extended. And I go to dunk it. It was a little choppy. I don't know what the heck happened, though. I went down and I punched it right in the forehead. (laughs) And it come off. I'm like, I haven't done this in years. But I I got that thing right between the eyes. I'm like, I am so sorry about this, guys. This is all my fault. And they just laugh. Because the one guy, he's like, well... I did that last trip in Canada, so don't feel too bad. It's like, this is my job, though. <laughs> that was just terrible. <laughs> Funny, though. But that was my week. Um, sorry mm. for interrupting yours. No, that's right. That's where, that, was all, that was all good stuff. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, my week. Leech Lake, man. We're, we, we don't get along that well right now. It'll change, like, hopefully in two days. <laughs> but, man, it can be mean to me. Um, so that one's not been great. Had a real real rough one out there. And then the rest of the small lakes have been great, um, including Woman. And uh, there's a lot of – there's just a lot of – that lake is in really good shape, man. 
I, I hate to say it too much because I don't want anybody else fishing it. But the walleyes are, can be a pain, but there is a super, super good population of walleyes on that lake. All different year classes, lots of good keepers. One thing you're missing is you're not going to get a lot of big fish. Uh, right. This week, uh, we my boat caught two 24s, and that's unusual for a week of good walleye fishing to catch two fish of that caliber right. out there. But then you get just monster smallmouth, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And walleye fishing. And there's great big pike out there, too. Great big pike, good panfish population. Um, I just I don't have it in, in me to... For those the old timers who think think that lake has gone to gone downhill, it can be a pain in the butt for sure midsummer. But man, I I love that lake, and it is a perfect size, five thousand acres, can fish the whole thing. It can still get rough enough where you like respect it. Um, I like that. It's got an attitude. Mm-hmm. It definitely has an attitude. Yeah. Um. But yeah, fishing's been good. Largely catching walleyes on uh, night crawlers. Particularly a half a night crawler, mm-hmm. not, not a chunk. Big, yep, chunk. Uh, one, um, Laura and Mike Shaw are two people I fish with quite frequently. They book me at least once or twice a year. Uh, stay at Broadwater Lodge, and Nora was asking, or Laura was asking for a nub. She, that's all she wanted. She wanted like two inches of night crawler, <laughs> and she was just whooping on me and Mike. So <laughs> it made me think, like I, uh, when I, when it's not a full crawler, usually it's half of a night crawler. And uh, she was getting about a third of a nightcrawler and for sure catching more fish than us. And, Laura, I don't mean to offend you, but you've got some bad Lindy Rig habits. I couldn't critique any of them because you kept catching fish. <laughs> <laughs> we got 30 yards of line out sometimes. We got 8 yards of line out sometimes. We got lots of jigging going on with the Lindy Rig. <laughs> and I had to just keep my mouth shut because my rod was not getting bit and hers was, so... Yeah, I good week fishing, about what I wanted it to, I feel like, met my expectations. What'd you have for water temp this morning? 68. It's dropping a degree a or day. more a day. That's awesome. Yep. And it is, you can probably hear it on the mics, it has been blown like this since last night at, I got off the lake at 8.30 last night, and it picked up right at 8.30 and blew all through the night, all morning. And we got a bunch of, well, I don't know, do we get rain here? I got, I think we got a little, yeah, we got some here, but a woman lake, I guess, got poured on pretty good. That'll help cool it down. Yep. And then, uh, you high today, 60 degrees, 62, yep. something like that. Yeah. So it's cooling all day. It's going to, fall's getting here. Yeah. Fall's getting in a hurry. Um, Break time? I think that's the best, best case, Ontario. Okay. Hey there, it's Lacey. This episode of Walleye Talk is sponsored by Full Stringer Bait and Tackle. Fall fishing is right around the corner. Our shelves are stocked with all the necessary tackle and our bait tanks are full of minnows, including crappie minnows, fatheads, rainbows, three sizes of hand-sorted red tails, golden shiners, and a variety of sizes of sucker minnows. We hope to see you this Labor Day weekend for our sidewalk sale. And as always, good luck out on the water. Hey, what's going on? You want me to say something? Yeah. What kind of something? You look so <coughs> introspective. What are you thinking about? I was just thinking about how I'm gonna, how we should talk about this. So, I'm just, I guess I'll just go with what I was thinking about. So, I guess I would characterize this season into three chunks. 
there's the beginning of fall, which in my mind is a lot of potential, but not always a ton of results. The middle is like all results. <laughs> and then the fall is less potential, but, uh, but there's a chance, there's a good chance I don't know how to I don't know how to say that last part because it slows down from the from the middle of fall, but there's always a chance of getting a giant. Yeah, I, I think that's accurate. And we're now in the beginning of the first part of fall, which is a lot of potential. Yep, I think it's all water temp, man. It's all just water temperature. Like I I did think about today when I was cleaning fish that they are for sure, they still look like summer fish. Skinny. Yep. Yep. And, that, and it, that'll change so quick, man. In, uh, in 10 days, they'll look uh, like how you think of a river fish looking. You know? And it's not the big ones that it's more noticeable with. It's like the 16-inchers. Like, that geez, just you, got a belly. You weigh like 20% more than you weighed two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I would agree that I start this time of year real optimistic every day and can really fall on some duds. Um, but it, I'm also like itching the whole time to, to find out either the school of fish or what's going to work. And it is for more and more. I feel like it's the school of fish, finding fish in the right mood for, right. And that can happen one spot to the next. Doesn't matter time of day. You can be really struggling up until 11 o'clock and then land on, or it's also maybe the timing, like all of a sudden they, they bite. Yeah, absolutely. And it, that that sort of thing can happen at any point during during the day. Right now, I would say. Yeah, fish are very visible this time of year. I mean, they're they're generally visible throughout parts of the summer as well, but it seems like they're they're riding pretty high in the water column, um, and they're easily easy to see on sonar and on down image. Now, the fish I was on yesterday, I couldn't see them on side image. Um, soft stuff. Soft stuff. But I could see them clear as day on my sonar. It's like, oh, here, here, here they all are. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was, it was fun because they were cooperating right until we left. Those fish were biting. So sure. that was pretty sweet. Um, what, you know, what can you kind of expect when you, when, you go on a, when you go out fishing this time of year? What, what, what do you need to prepare for? And what can you kind of expect? Um, we're just starting to, like, I <clears throat> feel like this time of year we get a little gap in our minnow arrangement. I in, completely until, agree. Until the nicer rainbows show up. So then you're dealing with, like, creakies and red tails, and then nothing real quality, in my opinion, for, for like, a, a good jigging minnow or for a rigging that w- when the fish uh, aren't A lower-end rigging minnow. Yeah, yep. And a, a rainbow is perfect for both of those. And they're, uh, they're just starting to... I did get a nice scoop of rainbows today. Um, didn't catch fish on them, but I'd have them with with because any, any day now. And then night crawlers. Um, I know there's some leeches around. I'm sure you could catch fish on leeches. One thing that I would bring up is even if you can buy leeches they're, and they're alive, doesn't mean they're like healthy leeches yeah and that is pretty important it's very important far more important to have healthy leeches than a healthy nightcrawler like if your nightcrawlers are like 
you can still catch some fish on them. I don't. I wouldn't recommend it. I'd have nice, fresh night crawlers, but you can still catch some fish on them as long as they're not like rotten. But if they're not like good leeches, swimming around in your yep, I think it's hard to catch fish on them. Yeah, I'd agree. I would agree, and it's hard. Yeah, it's it's only going to get harder to find those until we get to a certain point. Then a few of them start showing up again. Hmm. Interesting. Last fall we had good leeches in, in October hmm. because they were fresh caught. There's like a difference between leeches that were held and leeches that they catch fresh in October. I, no, they, they don't do very much of it because the market's not really there. But right. I guess. Right. I don't know. You, you talk now. I just remembered we got a listener question. Okay. Talk about stuff. So my, idea, my thought for, for the fall especially this beginning stages is you're still going to be you're still going to have times where spinners are going to be the best program you're still going to have times where uh where uh, where you want <laughs> that where i really appreciate uh is jig and minnow is going to come there's going to be a day where jig and minnow just kicks everything's butt mm -hmm. and that's what i think makes fall some of the most fun for me because shallow jigs and minnows are going to be king one day or two days out of this stretch uh, and you're just going to Tommy hawk them. <laughs> um, uh, a single hook snell and a nightcrawler is still going to be uh, very applicable, and I think it's going to be, for the majority of it, the, the way to go. Um, and the potential is there to really catch some fish. That's what I meant by potential. Sure. Potential is there. Yep. But you're going to have weather where you're going to have flops of days, you know, where yeah. you're still going to see fish that don't always cooperate. Uh, you can find fish in super shallow water and you can find fish in super deep water. Um, but, you know, finding a school of fish that's going to match what you're, what the day is going to have for you is sometimes the challenge. Um, fish tend to stay put a little more this time of year. You don't see them moving great distances. But all in all, it's going to be a, it's a super fun time of year. Yeah. I think, uh, <clears throat> like, I tried a jig in a minnow last three days, and uh, but most of my fish were, I think all of my fish were 17 or deeper the last three days, down to 25. And not to say that those fish wouldn't sometimes eat a jig in a minnow, but I bet when the first day where it works, they're probably going to be in like 10 feet of water. I'd agree. And part of it is uh, thinking about like how, how can you get a bait to the fish, you know? Yep. And then like if they're in 10 feet of water, they're usually pretty hungry and they're probably up there chasing bait anyway. So mm -hmm. it matches what they're doing. But uh, I don't really care to drag. Besides leech, sometimes I'll drag rigs through shallow water. But on the smaller lakes, I don't really care to do it that much. You don't want to float over them. I don't want to float over them. Hard to get, like, the right bait-to-boat relationship. Usually dealing with some junk on the bottom. Like, it, it's not a great match for most of our small lakes, I would say. So then what else are you going to do? You're going to pitch a jig. You can pitch them. And you're going to pitch either a jig and a nightcrawler or a jig and a minnow now. Yep. And so, Matt, yeah, those fish are probably going to be... The first ones where I'm like, oh my god, it's here. Time. I so was expecting I... you to call me yesterday and be like, it's happening. No, I, I wanted to. I tried it. I got one bite. But the fish weren't in an area where I could jig them very effectively. Yeah, I agree. And like, 
you know, 18 feet with two guys trying to pull into the wind. That's tough. Mm -hmm. That's tough to do. Right. Um, and you're not going to maybe commit to... All three. Right. This doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Um, dude, but I didn't tell you. I bought a bait caster for pitching plastics. Mm. Mm. Big swim baits. And then I ordered some big swim baits. What's big? Three. I got 3.8 and 3.3 inch paddle tails. Smallmouth guys know all about them because they whale on walleyes with them. <laughs> and they catch smallmouth with them. But, yeah, they're Kitech fat impacts and they look juicy. Mm. So that's what I'm going to do. Gotcha. Um, early fall stuff? Or should I, can I bring up the listener question? Can Go ahead, just throw it in there. Interject the do it now. listener question. I, I like that. It was a good question. It comes from Doug Slobom. Oh, I know Doug. Yeah. Are you On Woman Lake. I don't think so. Maybe. What day? I don't know. Um, Doug, call me if I'm supposed to fish with you. <laughs> <laughs> he says, um, could you guys talk about why they close the smallmouth season? Um, also, if you were fishing for walleyes and you caught the record smallie, would you be eligible for the record? I heard how close the record came to being broken. I've been saying for years it's going to come out of blank. All the crayfish they eat out there, you got to know there's monsters. I know your walleye talk, but maybe a few minutes on smallie talk. reason they close the smallmouth season is because they school up and they're super susceptible to getting knocked Whooped out. Yeah. Yep. That's most of our, most of the season closures are when the DNR feels like the fish are like extra vulnerable. Yep. And uh, you can still catch them, just can't keep keep them. Yep, it's catch and release season. Yeah. Um, you, you are not eligible for a state record when the season is closed. Right. You have to kill a fish to get the state record. Correct. Which is why the the musky state record has not been broken since like, I don't even know when it was. I don't either. It was on Winnie, but those guys don't kill them. They don't want to kill them. Um, yeah, you can be dragging around a. A dead leech on a barbie pole, and if you catch a state record in the season, you get their state record. Right. For sure. Absolutely. It's exciting to have one of those in our area. For sure. Like, could happen. It anyway. could happen to us. For sure. Andy would hate us. That's okay. What would you do? I'd get a state record. What? But you don't have a scale in the Yeah, boat. we do. In we your have boat. official. No, in no. Your boat. No, I don't own a scale in my boat. Right. So, what would you do if you thought it was close? I, unless you're certain, you can't do it. It's going back in. You can't do it unless you're certain. Even with my scale, I'd have to have like four ounces on the record, I think, before I'd trust it. <laughs> you have a scale? Yeah. Maybe I got to buy one. But otherwise, like, the, I'm sure this guy, the guy who was in the, the situation, probably, he might have had a scale, and uh, it probably, and his scale might have read that it was a record. Not a record. It did, though. His did though. His did though. Yeah. Did you know? Did you meet the guy? Did you weigh the fish? I didn't meet. I didn't weigh the fish. No, he had. The, he caught it. He weighed it the night before and it was like eight three, eight four. The next morning when he went and weighed it. No way. That way. <laughs> yep. Talked to Doug about. Doug was the one who weighed it. And Doug uh, Schultz. Yeah. So they took it to the DNR. Uh, they met him at Super One. Because they, they didn't know that we had an official weights and measures scale. Ah, uh, gotcha. 
Yeah. Plus, if you go to the one stop, another great part of the one stop is you get the Will Newer pointer finger discount, you know, where you just push down a little bit on the corner. <laughs> That's 40, official. It'll be $40. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else was there? What else was in that one? That's it, right? Why, why do they close the season and, uh, yeah, I think crayfish are a big part of it. For sure. For sure, that's why we're seeing such a boom on leech. Why do you think, another thing on the smallmouth thing, the, the, the only, they're like the fish I would most want to scale for because there are, is a huge discrepancy in how much a 22-inch smallmouth uh-huh. can And I don't think you see tw- that many 23-inch smallmouth, mm-hmm. and I don't think you see a 24-inch smallmouth I think you see really, really, really heavy 22-and-a-half-inch smallmouth. Right, that was, this one was 22 inches. Yeah. The other one, that, the 7-pound, the 15-ouncer that I weighed was 21-and-a-half inches. Yeah. I don't think they get much... They just, Longer, they just grow footballier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're a cool critter. Footballier. Matt Holmgren's right. The best bonus fish is a smallmouth. For sure. Okay, let's take another break. We've got a great line of FXR sweatshirts and rain gear. Uh, the FXR rain gear is Teflon coated, super waterproof, and it looks pretty sharp. If you're looking for a new rain suit, come on in, check it out. We've got the MWC in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. What do you expect? Um, I, I'm glad this happened. I'm glad we're not dealing with summer conditions. It's also a full moon today or yesterday which means we're going to be dealing with no moon during the tournament which is i i'm happy about that i guess just sort of take that do that you think that it does do you think it does take away from the daytime bite on the lake like cast yeah i think they with it so clear yeah i think they chomp real good during the 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 moon the big moon days of the month um so i think that's good news and just one last thing to like have in your head and try to think about and try to catch fish. I don't know. I don't even know what you do with that information except like mess with yourself about <laughs> your game plan. You know? Change your confidence. Yep. So I think um, think they'll be doing typical fall stuff. Um, sure, we'll have some fish that eat night crawlers, and we probably, if I had to guess, we probably won't fish a night crawler all tournament. I think we'll catch a bunch of little ones on right. night crawlers. I think you're right. But we'll have them with, I don't want to get Just like in case. boxed in. Um, yeah, I think it would be interesting to hear how they run the tournament. I feel like that MWC, the rules, they slide the rules around a fair amount and they get in a lot of hot water. Not a lot of hot water, but uh, like la- it's the two big fish deal. Can you call your big fish or not? We. That's always an issue, and I've probably heard people argue about it more than I care to. Uh, but last year on Leech, you could call them. Yep. Um, it does simplify your. It's just catch all of the biggest fish, and then for sure the biggest fish. Right. So it simplifies things for the angler. But they might, they might change it again. You know, dealing with Leech. Well, no, I don't know. That's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I gotta say I've about heard that. The same. That same conversation, like six years in a row, from uh, a couple, a couple people who fished the tournament arguing about that rule. It's like, 
They, they want you to have the biggest bag. Yeah. Just do what the tournament directors tell you to do. And if you don't want to, don't. But right. I am, I'm over it. Go ahead. You well, say stuff. I'm going to... I'm heading up there tomorrow, I think, and uh, I'm going to go check out some of the... I'm going to try and dissect it, and I'm going to take one chunk, and I'm going to try and figure out if there's a program that could be useful to us. If I can't, then I'm going to go to the next chunk, and I'm going to do the same thing. It's... I mean, you can't force a bite to happen. Yeah. It's either going to happen or it's not, so I can always come back and try it again, but I'm going to try it out yeah i think your timing's pretty good like you're gonna get a day tomorrow i'm gonna get a day next week and then we'll get i'll get a couple right before the tournament but i bet there are fish for sure sliding into what they'll be doing september 17th and right. 18th like today they're they're going there and like, i'm gonna live here for a little while right gonna do the matt holmgren thing yeah <laughs> i live here now i like this break line I like that little inside turn once i go to that one i'll come back to this break line once I'm done there, I'll come back here. If I eat good, I'm going to go down to 50 feet. <laughs> sit down at 50 feet. <laughs> Once I get hungry, I'll come up to this break line, then I'll go to that inside turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> oh. I don't have a whole lot to say about That's that. That's all I got to say about we it. Don't, we're we're going to talk about it every episode probably. So. Um, we, have an, uh, we have a brainchild. We want to talk to you about. Oh, um, MEA weekend. Do you have anything booked MEA weekend I don't, currently? I don't. I, I don't either. So, uh, Will and I are offering a MEA weekend package, which is two days, two half days of fishing, and two, two half days of grouse hunting. And we're going to cook for you. We're going to cook the harvest. We're going to cook what we catch and kill, and uh, we'll throw in some, maybe like a can of beans or something on top of it. <laughs> God, <No>. Dan. <laughs> we're asking these people to come up and spend money. It's, we're going to feed them bushes and beans. It's <laughs> a walleye talk special. So uh, two people per boat. Yep, so we're looking for four, two groups of two. Ideally one group of four. I or guess, one group of four. Because we're going we're gonna to do it together. So... We'll, we'll fish uh, probably a couple different lakes, Yep. Uh, go grouse hunting, and then uh, do a, a cookout. And then, you know, maybe we'll, uh, we'll think. We, what, what we're looking for here is if there's any interest out there for, this, for these two and a half days. Yep. Um, so just reach out to us if it's something that you're interested in, um, and we'll see if we can make it happen. Yep. Get your price on, on that if you want to email either me or Will or send us a Facebook message. Great option for a couple dads with their kids, a mm -hmm. couple moms with their kids, a couple dads with their daughters. With their daughters. Or their sister. Any, any combination. Third cousin. People. Yeah. Wow. Cousin's cousin. You could bring your cousin's cousin. Wow. Which is legal in the state of Minnesota. <laughs> 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 um, and, uh, sure sounds like a saw fishing, guy scenario <laughs> Fishing's going to be great uh, Grouse hunting's usually pretty good um, That Actually grouse hunting is great that time Yeah Might be a little Well I don't Yeah I think it's I'm excited for it it's I hope a, we can find a, a good match for, for Spending a couple days um, Right around MEA weekend Which 
ideally, MEA weekend is 15, 16, 17, 18. So. We're looking for Thursday, Friday. Probably Thursday, Friday would be Cook best. Cookout Saturday. Cookout Saturday. Or, or Friday. Or Friday night, yep. yep. Either way. So get a hold of us. Great time to be up here. The best. It is the best. Get some woods and some water. What are you doing this week? Uh, I'm going to fish cast, leech, leech. Hopefully cast next week, too. Gotcha. All walleyes all the time? All walleyes, parts, parts of the time. <laughs> I'm going to check... I'm going to check and see if our crappy bite on leech is going. If it's going, great. Then we got plan B. They're not going to move. So if it sucks or we're filled out, we got something else to do. Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. The filled out part. Me not too. the suck part. Me too. You have a stick guy behind you. Nice. Look at him. That's a pretty sweet bug. That is a cool bug. I told Will this, but I was driving across Woman Lake today at like 40 miles an hour before I picked up my customers in an Osprey dropped a half-eaten perch and it went it smashed into my coffee mug <laughs> there were fish guts and bones all over my coffee mug awesome awesome dude he's that going like crazy sweet. you should have seen he him looks, you should have seen the transfer he looks just like a stick huh. um i think i'm all walleyes oh maybe tomorrow tomorrow i've got some kids might be a catch some fish. half and a half catch some fish type of day and then uh our crappie pattern on the small lakes is for sure tapering. Yeah. Um, there's still a few fish there, but it's not, not like it was, which is just fine. That's just fine. They need a rest. Yep. And um, the most of my time is going to be Woman Lake, Leech Lake. Yep. From here on out. I'd yep. Say. That stick just fell onto the ground. Poor guy. Just worked Poor super dude. hard getting up there. That's about it. I think you should be fired up. You should be coming up here. All you people with your work from home thing going. Yep. Your boat can be your home. <laughs> Get the laptop out Ultimate there. Ultimate mobility. <laughs> you could talk on the phone and, you know, run a Snell. <laughs> Get a headset For sure. going. For sure. You know what? I, I would encourage you to try fishing without having your rod in your hand because sometimes it, it's, That's the best. it's the best way to get a bite. So maybe... Send some emails, right? Fish real hard for a while, and then be like, all right, I'm going to go to work. Next next pass, uh, maybe use your iPilot link and do the follow the contour or something. Send a couple emails, put the rod down. Don't put it in a rod holder. You set it down set so it's, it down. like, dangerous. Dangerous, yep. And uh, what a great way to send an email, right? And you're just side-eyeing the rod the whole time. I'd never get anything done. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to Walleye Talk. I'm Dan. I'm Will. Thanks.